Welcome to the Nutrigenomic Nation podcast with Brian Highfield, certified nutritionist, author, speaker, and founder of multiple successful companies in the health world. Brian is known for educating healthcare professionals and others on improving their health and their life through breakthroughs in nutrition, technology, and biochemistry. On the podcast, Brian interviews thought leaders in the world of nutrition and natural health. He and his guests share the secrets of a whole life natural approach to health and the life-altering results you can get by making easy changes to your diet and daily routine. All right, well, welcome to Nutridomic Nation where we talk about nutritional-based healthcare technology and emerging trends related to your genetic health. And today we have with us Dr. Melina Roberts. Uh, Dr. Roberts is a naturopathic doctor. She's the author of Building a Healthy Child and the founder of Advanced Naturopathic Medical Center in Calgary, Canada. She is recognized as one of the top um, medicine practitioners in North America, and we're very happy to have her on our program. So welcome, Dr. Roberts. Thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be here, Brian. Awesome. Well, the first question for all my guests is we want to get to know you a little bit better. So can you tell us a little bit about your background and what, what led you down the path to being a naturopathic doctor? My, my story begins in childhood. I was a kid that had really bad allergies and eczema. And um, when I was about 13, a family friend said to my parents, you know, you should try taking her to see a naturopathic doctor. And they brought me to see a naturopathic doctor and all of my allergies uh, cleared up. It was like magic to me because um, I didn't really understand how it worked. And um, so that was and really like my skin cleared up, everything just got better. And I could actually, um, I was not actually suffering from all of these rashes. And um, that was really like my first, you know, idea that the body had that ability to be able to heal itself. So that really started me on my journey to um, wanting to become a doctor, wanting to be able to help people like myself so they didn't have to suffer unnecessarily like myself. And um, so that's that's sort of when um, one of the major factors of why I became a naturopathic doctor. And then, um, and then kind of continuing on my journey in my second year at the naturopathic college, my dad was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer mm. and that was pretty devastating for me. And, um, I started doing a ton of research, trying to figure out what was actually, um, uh, what was going on and how to treat, um, what was going on with him. And I was coming across a lot of great information. Um, unfortunately I didn't have enough time because my dad passed away nine short months later. Wow. And, um, but that really just started my research and my journey to looking into different ways to treat cancer. And, um, after I graduated, I just started, um, visiting other clinics, doing some further, uh, studying and realizing that there were effective ways to, to treat cancer. Um, so, and that's the, really the, ended up being the focus of my practice, you know, um, I guess it's 18 years since my dad passed away and 16 years since I've been practicing naturopathic medicine. Wow. Yeah. And I want to dig into, you know, kind of the things you found about treating cancer in different ways. Uh, before we do that, uh, I was poking around your website and I found a video and I thought was very intriguing talking about the three principles of biological medicine. What are those three principles and how do they, how do they affect our health? 
Yeah. So that's really um, the approach that I use is uh, using biological medicine to, to treat really any health concern and biological medicine is a little bit different than like naturopathic medicine or functional medicine. And really the, the main focus of it um, is that one of the main focuses is that we're looking at um, something called terrain. So in order for our cells to be healthy, they need a healthy environment to live in. So we are really focused on cleaning up the terrain. So the area around our cells in order for our systems to be healthy. So that's one main focus of what, what biological medicine is about. Um, another aspect of biological medicine is um, self-regulation or adaptation that our bodies need to be able to self-regulate. They need to um, be able to regulate to, um, to any sort of stressors that come into its environment, whether that's stressors that are coming in from the outside world or stressors that are coming in from the internal world. Our body needs to be able to adapt to that stressor and, be able, and if it's able to adapt and self-regulate, then the body is able to properly heal. So that's one major concept. So what we're doing is we are identifying and removing those stressors and then allowing the body to be able to function at its best. And then the other concept is that we need to make sure that the organs of detoxification, so the organs that move toxic loads out of the body, they need to be operating at their best or else toxic loads are actually staying within our body and causing a lot of challenges in our system. So um, those are some major concepts that makes biological medicine a little bit different than, than other, um, I guess, um, other different medicines out there. That's it's awesome. And, and um, you know, I was reading like the history of that and you're right, it is, it is different, um, but I love, I love the approach um, and covering those different aspects that you just covered. So let's, let's circle back and let's talk a little bit about uh, your approach to, to cancer. What are some things that you found in your studying and, and your practice that are effective for someone who may be suffering from different forms of cancer? Yeah, so in terms of cancer, there basically has to be um, three characteristics that are happening within the body in order for cancer cells to be able to grow. So one thing is that um, we talk about that terrain. So that terrain needs to be um, in a slight, slightly acidic um, environment in order for cancer cells to be able to grow. The other thing that would happen is that um, our immune system would have to be operating at a lower level because our immune system is our defense mechanism. It's like our army that um, helps to regulate whether um, something comes in our body or something stays out of our system. So we have to make sure that that immune system is strong. And if that immune system is operating at a low level, then that leaves us also more susceptible to cancer. And the third one is um, the one I touched on as well is that our, um, if the organs of detoxification, if they aren't working at their best, then toxic loads are staying within our body. And when they're staying within our body, they're not allowing our bodies to be able to uh, properly detoxify. They're not allowing, um, our bodies aren't, our cells aren't able to properly communicate with them, 
their selves. And, um, and it really decreases the function of how our whole system functions. So, so in terms of the approach, any of the approaches that we're using, we're really looking at those three things. We're looking at changing up that terrain and changing up that pH of our system. We are working on improving the immune system. So we want to boost up the immune system. In a lot of um, cancer therapies, they're actually working on decreasing the immune system. So our philosophies are very different in that sense. We're thinking that our philosophy is that if the immune system is strong, then the body is able to um, handle those cancer cells and can actually um, really take care of those cancer cells. And, and then the third concept is that we want to make sure those organs of detoxification are open and able to effectively move toxic loads out so they aren't congesting up the system and they're allowing the body to be able to function well, self-regulate, self-heal. So really what we're doing is we're setting up an environment that allows the body to be able to heal itself. So talk about uh, these toxins. I mean, what, what are they and how do they get in our body and uh, why are they staying there? Yeah, so we have lots of toxins that we're taking in. Um, I go through, you know, I explain it as like basically six stressors on the system. So those six stressors are food sensitivities. So those are foods that are not working for our bodies, that they're not causing nutrition for our bodies, that our body sees those as toxic loads. So one of those, some of those main foods would be uh, gluten, cows, dairy, sugar. Those are major inflammatory foods, major problem foods that we could be taking in and causing us problems. Then there's immune challenges. So those are, so those are everything from viruses, bacteria, fungus, parasites. And, um, and really some of those can actually be coming from internal. So if we are, if we set up the right environment, then we can allow overgrowths of bacteria and fungus in our gut. We can also be taking in parasites from uh, different foods that we're eating. Um, we could be exposed to things like mycotoxins. So um, some, some different molds, um, either from the foods we're eating or from the environment that we live in. So those are just different ways that we're taking in those immune challenges. So that's number two. Uh, number three is environmental toxins. And environmental toxins can be everything from our foods being sprayed with pesticides and herbicides and insecticides. That can be also, um, we can also be getting that from like environmental, so um, the EMFs that we're exposed to. Um, so there, there's lots of different environmental toxins, um, plastics uh, that we're taking in. So that's environmental toxins. And then the fourth one is heavy metals. So heavy metals, um, also there's lots of heavy metals in our environment. Um, when our, what they're showing is that when our soils are actually depleted in minerals, that the foods that we have will actually start to pick up any of the metals that are in our soils. And so we actually end up with a lot of heavy metals in our foods because of our depleted minerals in our soils. And another common one is those metal amalgams in the mouth. So um, any of those silver amalgams can be slowly leaching into our bloodstream. Um, things that we put on our body. So um, uh, antiperspirants that have aluminum in them. So, so those are just different ways that we are taking in those um, heavy metals. 
And, and the next one is um, structural imbalances. So structural imbalances are, you know, that we are, we are structurally out of balance. We've had an injury, so we're not completely moving properly. Um, sometimes those structural imbalances can even be scars. So all of those things can be causing stressors on our system. And then the fourth, uh, sorry, the sixth one is um, emotional conflicts. So um, anything, anything emotional can actually leave an imprint on our nervous system and not allow certain systems of our body to be able to function properly. So most uh, chronic disease processes are multi-causal. So it's not just one thing that's causing the problem. It's, it can be a multitude of things. So what we're doing is we're trying to identify what those major stressors are, remove those stressors, and then allow the organs to be able to function the way they're designed to function. So, uh, and you listed a long list of, of things there, and it's really difficult for people to avoid. I mean, the, what we tell people is like, avoid those things that are bad for you, right? And it can be super difficult. So what are some of your, talk about some of the therapies and things for, for those of us that are exposed to all that and come seek your help. What are some, some of the therapies that you can offer them? Yeah, so we do lots of different therapies just based on what we're seeing and what are showing up for people. Um, so we do a lot of IV therapies. So those are like high-dose vitamin C IVs. Um, the vitamin C, high-dose vitamin C IVs, what they're doing is they are actually helping to shift that environment that we're talking about. Um, high-dose high vitamin C, when it's at a high level, it actually mm -hmm. becomes a um, a pro-oxidant. And with that pro-oxidant, it can go intracellular and become hydrogen peroxide and remove um, cancerous cells. It also helps, the vitamin, high-dose vitamin C helps to boost the immune system, and it also is a carrier to help move toxic loads out of the body. So that's a, a big one that we do. Um, if we're showing high he heavy metals, we'll do something called chelation therapies. Um, of course, we want to do some testing before we do those chelation therapies. We've got to make sure that those levels are high and that the kidneys are in good shape to be able to do those therapies. Um, other therapies that we do are um, something called local hypothermia. So we use heat, high amounts of heat that go deep um, to help break down cancer cells. And um, this therapy can be very effective for um, people who have solid tumors because that helps actually the heat will break down those cancerous cells. Those cancerous cells become unstable at those high heats, but um, healthy cells will stay intact. So, so that's another therapy that we'll use. Um, we do um, we do a therapy called um, PEMF, so pulsed electromagnetic fields. Um, and the concept behind that is that our um, what happens over time is that our cells actually start to lose their charge. So we can think of those cells as just like little capacitors or they hold energy like a battery. And what happens over time is that they slowly lose their charge. And so what the PMF helps do is it helps to uh, increase the charge of those cells. And what they showed is that when the 
when our cells start to lose their charge, that's when actually disease processes start to happen. So we need to make sure that we recharge our cells the same way that um, our cell phones lose their charge over time. We have to recharge those cells um, in the same way. So that's what the PMF is doing. Um, we do things like uh, mistletoe injections and um, mistletoe injections um, have been widely used in Europe and it helps to uh, boost up uh, the immune system specifically against those cancer cells. Um, I don't think I've heard think of that before, the mistletoe. Oh, so you're talking oh, yeah? about the mistletoe that people kiss on their Christmas Yes, tree, right? yes, exactly. <laughs> That's the one that people are familiar with. But um, yeah, in Europe, this is like one of the, it's a, a studied quite a lot. There's lots of research behind mistletoe. And um, even in Europe, they'll use it in convention, uh, even conventional medicine, because it helps, um, it will help like chemo and radiation to work better if they pair it up with the mistletoe. So hmm. that's, that's a common therapy that's used. And it's not so common in North America, but um, really effective therapy for treating cancer. Wow. So we talk a lot about the immune system and, and, and obviously that's top of mind with a lot of people right now with coronavirus going around and, and what's some of your best advice for people to, uh, to build up their immune system and maintain a strong immune system? What are some everyday things that people can do? For sure. And I, I think immune system is a huge topic right now. Um, I know I've been talking about it for years, but, but now it's, you know, top of mind. And what's important to understand is that about 80% of our immune system is housed in our gut. So the better we can take care of our gut health, the better our immune system is going to be. And one of the major ways to take care of our gut health is to be more conscious of what we feed ourselves. So um, those are, that's where I, I'm a strong believer in removing these major inflammatory foods. And though they might taste good, they are really not helping our bodies to function any better. And they're actually in a lot of cases decreasing our immune system because they are throwing off um, our microbiome. So that's that ecosystem of bacteria and fungus that live within our gut. And they're also damaging the lining of the digestive tract. So there's a lining of our digestive tract and there's cells that, uh, there's proteins that hold those cells together called tight junctions. And a lot of these inflammatory foods actually damage those tight junctions. So we end up with food that's not completely digested, ending up in our bloodstream and just mm. um, causing a whole immune reaction in our system. So those major inflammatory foods that I suggest removing would be gluten, cow's dairy, sugar. And one that I also have been talking about a lot more lately is removing those, um, those industrial oils from our diet, because they're just shown to be so destructive to our systems. And what's happening with those industrial oils is that they're actually becoming part of our cell membranes and just overall causing our systems to be um, a lot weaker. So making sure that you're removing those inflammatory foods. I think it's really important that we are getting outside. We're getting some natural sunlight, some vitamin D. We're moving our bodies, that we're getting proper rest, that we're drinking lots of water, a lot of good quality water. Um, you know, I think that those are just, um, we're spending time with friends where, you know, I think that um, uh, boosting our immune system um, 
can be quite easy. And we also have to get out of this fear mode because the challenge is, is that when we're in that fear mode, that's actually depleting our immune system. So we need to, um, you know, realize that we have control of our health and, and that um, what we do and the choices we make can actually help to improve our systems. And that would just make us less scared and, and actually start to, as you boost your immune system, then you can trust your immune system to be able to handle any sort of virus that it might come across. Right, because it's ultimately our immune system that defeats these viral infections. Um, yeah. You know, since there's really no antidote, the vaccine is basically training our immune system to to fight that off. And so that's that's why it's important really to to build up our, our immune system there. But what, yeah, I mean, you've done a lot of research. You've, you've studied a lot to be a naturopathic doctor. What is some of the best health advice that you've come across that you share with your parents, uh, patients and you could share with our listeners here today? Um, in general, um, I think that the most important thing to do in terms of improving our health is to focus on our gut health. And the better we can focus on our gut health, the, the better our whole system's going to function. And, um, and I think that to me, that's the most important. So you're working on improving your diet, balancing out that microbiome, making sure that you heal up the lining of your digestive tract, get those organs of detoxification working better. And, and your overall, your whole system will just start to function better. Awesome. Well, great. And uh, last thing I want to talk about is your book, uh, Building a Healthy Child. What is that about? Yeah. So my book, um, Building a Healthy Child, is designed to help parents to be able to build a child's gut health properly right from the beginning. So it really guides uh, parents on how to introduce foods in a way that builds their gut health properly from the beginning. Because what I was noticing was with my chronic disease patients, I was always focusing on healing up their gut. And then when I had my child, I wondered, you know, is it possible for us to be able to build her gut health properly right from the beginning? And, and that's, that's, you know, led to, led to this book and led to me helping lots of kids to be able to introduce foods in a way that, that builds that, that gut health right from the beginning. Awesome. It sounds, sounds intriguing. And a father of a, a three-year-old okay. boy, you know, uh, my wife and I are very uh, cognizant of, of what we put <laughs> into his body. So yes. uh, that would certainly come in handy. So my last question for you, Dr. Roberts, is where can our audience go to learn more about what you do and, and be able to connect with you? Yeah, so uh, the best place to find out all the information about me is my website, which is advancednaturopathic.com. And on social media, the place where I hang out the most would be Instagram. And my handle there is Dr. Melina, M-E-L-I-N-A, Roberts. And um, there I'm always posting lots of um, health information. And so if you're interested in um, more of what I do, then that's the best place to uh, see me. Awesome. Well, great. Well, thank you again, Dr. Roberts, for being our guest today. And from all of us at Nutrigenomic Nation, I hope everyone enjoyed our discussion today. And we hope you join us next time when we discuss another topic related to your good health. Thank you so much, Dr. Roberts. Thank you. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. 
To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.